dog. And then I turn to him and I say, oh. Whoa, a podcast. Whoa, there it is. Um, this is, yeah, this is a podcast. I think so. We do this now. Uh, episode one, Dear Brother Ate My Dog, the podcast. Actually, I, uh, this is a Jesse movie. So this is 35? Episode 35? Yes. I, would have I to do this every number. time. I, I just don't. Um, I just don't write it down. I probably 35. should write it down. Yeah, another late night episode. Oh, yes. Um, which is all we do. We never, the earliest we've recorded, like 7.30? I think so. Something like that. And Wow. T- today we're recording on the eve of Twitter's demise. I don't think I've been on Twitter today. Oh, fact, it's I know like, I haven't been on Twitter today. All I know is people are saying it's going to be gone by the end of the night. That's sad. Um, I use Twitter for sports. Who Not won the Titans it. game, by the way? The Titans. Nice. It was 27-17. I like the sound of that. I didn't watch it, but um, I'm in a Yahoo fantasy pool, and I have two Green Bay Packers. Oh, um, they put up they put up points for me. I'm not I'm not mad. Okay. It's not it's not like I have Aaron Rodgers or anything. But okay, okay. Um, no segment, Derek Hen- no Derrick Henry on your team. No, no Derrick Henry. Um, I do have Patrick Mahomes though. It's kind of carrying oh, me. He's pretty good. I've heard. Yeah, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a respectable six and four after ten weeks or something. Hey, that's not bad. It's not bad. Um, do you know what is bad though? What's that? The movie that we picked for the podcast. Not the best movie I've ever seen. That, that was just a great, sure. a great segue. Uh, like even though I don't want to talk about the movie yet. No, I have, no, no, no. I do have um, two. So the list, I I made a list last episode, um, the top five best, most listened to episodes of our podcast. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty podcast-centric um, episode. Right. This episode will be like a movie-centric episode. Um, I have two lists, um, one that I'll say now, okay. and then one, one at the end. Um, after we talk about the movie mm-hmm. to kind of spin it into a more actually no I'll do the the positive one first oh man you're just putting me through the ringer like keeping me on my toes yeah so the list of the week uh, for the first half of this episode <laughs> is um, the top five best movies filmed in Vancouver okay so the movie of the week this week one we've all heard of before Antonio Banderas Lucy Liu Ballistic X versus Sever. We'll get into it in a minute, but it was very clearly, obviously filmed in Vancouver. They mentioned Vancouver a lot. Yes, and they were actually there. I can tell. Yes, you you see the license plates. Mm-hmm. Um, there was that one scene in some sort of mall that looks familiar. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, but filmed in Vancouver. So I found I've kind of looked at a few different lists. And I found kind of what I think is the top five best films filmed in Vancouver. This is exciting. 
Number five, Happy Gilmore. Do you know Happy Gilmore was filmed in Vancouver? Because I didn't. I had no idea. I'm just kind of going by this list. Maybe it's not even, wasn't even filmed in Vancouver, but. According to that one list you have, it, it was. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, all I need. Number five, Happy Gilmore. Number four, um, a movie called Deadpool. Remember Deadpool? Oh, yes. Filmed in Vancouver. That one I knew. I knew that. Um, number three, uh, a movie called Edge of Seventeen. Edge of Seventeen. It's a teen drama. Ninety-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Probably based on a book. I don't know. Woody Harrelson was in it. I didn't watch it. Nor I. Um, number two, right? That was three. This is two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty-fifty. Seth Rogen, uh, Philip, or, uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I don't know why I call him Philip. Joseph Gordon-Levitt has cancer. Uh, Anna Kendrick, who we saw in Twilight, um, is in it. Uh, it was actually a good movie. Who has cancer? Uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He does? His character. His character oh, in his the movie, 50 yeah. Okay. yeah, Yeah, I'm not just saying like. Here's a movie thought, he was in. Also, he has cancer. Yeah, I was like, that's a we- that's a weird thing to say, Josh, but that makes a little more sense now. Um, number one, my favorite movie of all time, Hot Rod. Sorry, Adam. Uh, Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod. Wonderful film. Um, honorable mention, Juno. Juno probably should have been number one on the list, and Hot Rod not, but... <laughs> you would think, yep. Uh, Juno, honorable mention. So that's the top five... Best movies filmed in Vancouver. This is an old list. Perhaps other good movies have been filmed here. It's a pretty solid list. Well, well rounded. Lots of different genres were hitting on that one. Um, yes, lots of good genres. Um, speaking of genres, I think I have not been to a movie, a film in theaters since. Uh, the pandemic happened. I can't remember mm-hmm. the last time. Last movie I've watched, it might have been Bohemian Rhapsody in oh. theaters. We're talking a, a way back. Yeah. I might, maybe tomorrow, I might go see a movie in the theaters. Well, which one are you thinking about seeing? Well, there's not a whole lot uh, out here where I'm from. Um, so <laughs> there's a, a scary movie called Smile that we might go right. see. Maybe only because it's probably just going to be an empty theater. Mm-hmm. Very likely. Um, and, and that's all. Uh, that's that's fun to do. Plus, like we have free free tickets to go see a movie. So right. why not watch Smile? Could be good. 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, my parents saw it. They said they liked it. Dude, well, that's a surprising sentence that you just yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, great, wonderful, cool. Um, the next segment that I'm going to throw out there today is obviously the follower of the week. It's been a while. Oh, thank goodness. I love this segment so much. I, I really care about our followers. All 672 of them or whatever it is. Uh, we are at... 674, Ooh. two new ones today. Um, 
one of the new ones is going to be our follower of the week. Did you just pick the follower of the week just this very second? Yeah, that's what I do. I don't. Oh. It's not like a. Oh, For some reason I thought you pre-planned it. No, you, know, you got your really... crazy bones that I thought for sure you had to have chosen that one, but. And, well, we did choose it because they were our follower of the week, but really, you just. Like pre-chose, you know? No, yeah, yeah, no, no. I just scroll and see a funny name. Okay. This week's follower of the week uh, goes by the the handle Rude Planet. Rude Planet. They followed us today or yesterday or something recently. Um, they they think they're an author. They're they do have seven hundred seven followers, so a few more followers than us. But um, their bio oh, is. Pop culture must die. Oh. Uh, Math, Matthew Real, I guess is the name of the guy, is mm-hmm. the hashtag author of the crazy tribute to extreme music, uh, in all capitals, bad things. Hmm. Um, but then if you scroll, um, there's a lot of interesting, I guess he's a, he's big on YouTube. Okay. Big on YouTube. I uh, got a lot of video thumbnails. I've clicked his YouTube link. He has 442 subscribers. That's quite a bit. He does um, unboxing, maybe? Why does it say checking... pop? Uh-huh. Sorry? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, one of them is called Checking Out the Vinyl Metalhead Box again. Again? More than once? Didn't He didn't really get the full idea of it with the first unboxing. Hey... Why does he say pop culture must die on his in his description, but every single photo is pop culture related? I'm a little confused by that. I, I don't know, but I, I, he came to us because you liked some stuff of his recently. Okay, he likes like a lot of stuff. That's pretty like cool. You, you went all in here on liking all of his stuff. Well, he's got great stuff that I'm definitely not sort of just really. Um, absorbing now. Trying my first horror pack. Horror. Wait a minute! I just have a uh, just have some information in. Apparently, it's irony. That's why he's saying pop culture must die. That makes sense. A little ironic, a little funny. This guy's got it all. And unboxing thanks, videos. Thanks, Rude Planet, uh, for being our follower of the week. Just thank you very much. Um, I was just invited to a um, a World Cup pool, a family World Cup pool. If you um, if you want, I can get my brother, who's who knows every single player that's ever played soccer, and has his you know his finger on the the pulse of the World Cup sort of um, event coming up. I could get him to give you all his picks if you want. Or you can just be um, genuine and just pick them yourself. This this week, last weekend, I um I went through the the whole thing and and I kind of I picked who I thought most likely using statistics and smarts uh, who would win. Um, and I think I think I'll I'll do just fine. We, okay. if you remember, the uh, when the Euro Cup happened, I guess last year. Um, we were in a pool together 
similarly to this. And uh, I think I ended up winning it, so I'm not too worried about it. Right. I'm pretty smart. Here's a question for you, though. Okay. Saturday, uh, November the 27th. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, like 7.38 in the morning. Croatia plays Canada right. in a World Cup game. It's game their second game of the tournament. Who, who like... Is that is that a win win for for you people, or is that like a like you're going for the motherland, or you're going for the, the team that I think that uh, you live in, or I think my family will be rooting for Croatia, but probably wouldn't be too upset if Canada won. Although the thing is, Croatia, I mean, Croatia's not going to win the whole thing. Let's just be frank about it. Uh, but I would say they have a better chance than Canada, and so. You know, if Canada were to somehow win, beat Croatia in that uh, that head-to-head, their chance of winning the whole thing would be. I mean, it's basically zero. It's not going to happen. And so Croatia, I guess if, mm-hmm. Croatia would definitely have better odds of winning. Oh yes. So I mean, it would be better if a team that actually has a chance of winning the whole thing gets to continue out of those two teams. Interesting. Um, yeah. So as a Canadian, um, I went through and I looked. There are three games. Um, I think that they're going to lose all three games. Probably. Um, my hope is that they just they score a goal. They get at least a goal. They could do it on Morocco. I think that's who that, that's one of their teams they're playing against, right? Morocco is definitely the best. I don't think they're they're beating Belgium. Nope. Don't think they're beating Croatia. They could maybe maybe draw against Morocco, but the uh, the odds of them. Getting past the three games, um, unlikely. They did beat Japan today, though, which which makes you think. Oh, I'm thinking. Um, let's just see where Japan is. Um, they're they're not bad. Japan. So they're football. playing Japan in like an exhibition or something. You're just a warm up game. I see. Um, but then they they had a warm up game against Bahrain. Because they're in Qatar right now, and uh, they they tied them. They tied Bahrain, Bahrain, a team yeah, that Bahrain. isn't even in the World Cup. No, Bahrain sucks. That's why. Uh, Japan, 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 Japan. Twenty eighth in the world. Okay. Uh, Croatia, Croatia should be. They're fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Canada. Not even in the top 50, would it appear. No, no, certainly not. Well, they were there. Oh, there's, wait. They're not 70th. Oh, this is from 2021. Okay, we'll have to go to the most accurate one, October the 6th, 2022. Croatia 12th now. Croatia's moved up. They're, um, they're doing better. Japan's moved up. They're, they've done better. And Canada 41st. Oh yeah, they're they're skyrocketed to the top of the world. The problem, though, is well, where's Morocco? I feel like Morocco's better too. Um, Morocco's probably not top forty, but they're still going to beat them. Morocco. 
is 22nd. Oh. So Morocco okay. better than Japan anyways. Who knows? Well, there you go. Who knows? I would like to take this moment now to, to um, put people, the, the uh, listeners' minds at ease. This is not going to be an insanely long episode only because we're not going to be talking about this movie very long if I have um, some, of any sort of idea of how it's going to go. At least from my perspective. But anyway, I digress. I have some notes. I have like two main speaking points that I want to make. Um, okay. Well, let's get to it. I didn't mean to take you away from your world cup talk. No, I think, I think we were done. And that was a natural way to, to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. Uh, ballistic X versus severed. Thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. You're very welcome. It's a movie that, you know, slipped under the radar, both, you know, in today's movie vernacular, but also when it came out, I'm sure no one ever heard of it. Didn't do very well. Let's put it that way. Um, this movie was supposed to be filmed in China. Okay. Um, did I say China? I meant Bangkok, Thailand. Okay. Um, it was supposed to star Wesley Snipes and Jet Li. Okay. And then they kind of fell out of it. And then it was recasted with Sylvester Stallone and Vin Diesel. <laughs> Okay. Then they went a different direction. I don't know why. Like they have, this is a $70 million budget. So they they have the money. Mm -hmm. They decided to rewrite Sever to a female character and bring on Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. Um, They seem very checked out. You don't say. Also, I would say that. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, this movie was in, like, originally written. A, a form of it. it was originally written in, in 1986. And they tried to make it more. Like they kept rewriting it. And different people were on to to help write it and direct and. Then the Matrix came out, and they're like, "Man, we should do something like the Matrix." Mm-hmm. Um, so they rewrote it after the Matrix came out, and like it wasn't really anything like the Matrix. It's lots of slow mo, but that's about it. It was called um, "Bad Boys" meets the Leon the Professional. Okay, I can see that. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, this movie, best known as 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, out of 119 critics' reviews. Yes, it's not a great score. In fact, it's probably, wait, let me think about it. That's the lowest score, actually, you could get have. Did you do you think that it deserves zero percent? No, it doesn't deserve zero. But I can't say it deserves like a great deal more than that. Would be my sort of broad assessment. 
Are you sort of like in was, that same boat? It was a movie. Certainly was a film. Yes. Uh, I made two million at the box office. Just crazy numbers. I'm sure that's how much Antonio Banderas alone got paid. Um, filmed in Vancouver though, which is cool. I guess I don't know Vancouver or like that well, but I felt like kept... there was a couple moments that I noticed. Like, oh yeah, I know that place. The, I was the say... Vancouver Police Department was uh, was in it a little bit. A little tiny bit. I was going to say that was one of the better parts of the film. Was like noticing all the places that I know that I know. Just like that that film we we've we've watched twice now called Binge and Purge. You remember that film? Yeah, yeah. It was filmed in Victoria, where we're both currently living. I guess you live in Langford, but it's close enough. And. Um, yeah, that was like that's one of the better parts of the movie. You get to see all like the streets and stuff that you've you've been down. So that was kind of fun part of this. Yeah, um, it was ninety minutes. It, it it felt to me there's a a few movies that we've we've watched that the ninety minutes takes forever. This yeah. movie, this movie was the opposite. It it seemed like it went by really fast. I was like, I don't know what even happened. I feel, I feel that way too, actually. It's strange too for a, a film that like it, I don't. Nothing really happens. There were so many action scenes. Yes, That's all this movie was. It was all action scenes that were like very underwhelming. Like I felt like this movie was be, trying to be so cool, and it just was not cool at all. You could tell you they were trying so hard. It just wasn't working. So much like slow mo and like cool music. The music I thought actually thought that was one of the parts I kinda liked. I thought the music was kind of fun. And but it was like trying too hard to like push the like coolness. Not really working. Was that one of your notes? That's one of my mind notes. Sometimes I write like word notes like with, with that I can look at them sometimes I'd write mind notes and when it's like a film that I don't feel like I'm going to forget too much about it because nothing really happens it's the mind notes my mind palace uh, okay well what was like one of your written down notes then no 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 I didn't make any written notes Uh, okay, well, what was one of your mind notes? <laughs> okay. Well, one of the mind notes was how Van- it being shot in Vancouver was kind of fun. And then the other one was that, like, the two actors that I, I've, you know, that I know or knew, like, very well, Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu, I think maybe had less lines than some of the other actors in this movie. Like, especially um, the main bad guy, Robert, Robert, what is it, Gant, Gant or something? Yeah. And that, and then his, like, sidekick guy, like the British guy. They talk, um, talk yeah. so much. Yeah, I have some notes about, I have 
a quite a quite a bit. Uh, it was a medium sized rant about the acting, which we'll get into. Right, but yeah, yes. um, AJ Ross was his mm-hmm. was the name Darth, of his partner, Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. I don't. I don't know. There's not a crazy amount to say about this movie. It was kind of like trying to be really cool. Didn't work. The action was all pretty lackluster. And the two actors who have proven acting chops, I just I felt like like you said they were kind of just like phoning it in. I don't really blame them. Yeah, I, I don't know what this was like. Somebody you have to make this movie, Antonio, if you want to get Mask of Zorro two made or something. Like, there wasn't a second I, Mask of Zorro. Fuck, I don't know. Um, yeah, and, um, oh shoot, what was the point I was about to make? Um, I don't know. you write down your notes. Yeah, I should have written it down. Oh, oh, I got it now. The stories, like the back stories about X and Sever were like so uninteresting. And like uh, the, I felt like that was a big crutch of what this film was supposed to be like based on it just was not functional as like a an emotional thing to tie onto i guess it's like oh i lost my wife and i don't know it's just so stupid the big issue that i had with this movie was that it's called x versus sever these Mm -hmm. two people are versus each other but that that have they have like one fight scene yeah and then they're on um, the same team and the fight scene wasn't very good at all a lot of slow-mo lots of Um, like they 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 weren't they're not very good at that um no and then yeah they're on the same side so yeah i did have that thought as well the they had a video game come out um before this movie yeah before this movie even came out or like they made a video game called X versus Sever. Yeah, yeah. It did all right. And then they made a sequel that had, like, that was based on the movie. And that's mm-hmm. probably the best thing to come out of this. <laughs> the video games. Yeah. Yeah, this this is... Uh, I'm glad that we watched it. I don't know. It's kind of like I've, I had heard about this film a couple times. So I was like, you know, spend ninety minutes watch it. You didn't have to. I didn't have to pay too much attention to it. And now I can say I've seen it. You sure did. Um, before we get into the scoring, mm-hmm. um, I did find some some kind of funny reviews. Oh, um, from from just like human beings, right? Uh, on the the Google page. As opposed to all like the horse reviews. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read a few of these funny reviews from from people pretty recently. Okay, like this one's from four months ago. Hmm. Uh, so they're talking about the movie Ballistic X versus Sever. They came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. This movie shall open your third eye. The contents are so holy. The normal human being can't comprehend the true form of this majestic movie. 
This is more than just a movie. It is a way of life. This is the peak of life itself. Every frame of this movie will enhance your kinetic connection towards God. Once you watch this movie, you will feel like you have ascended to heaven and touched Jesus and God at the same time. Ten out of five. <laughs> yeah, and, see. And then you have like the exact opposite. So they give it five stars. Well, ten, mm-hmm. ten stars. Ten out of five. This one from five months ago, one star. This is why some people shouldn't direct. The movie was boring and I did not enjoy. I watched this for fun as it looked interesting. I had fun with my friends. We had not slept and had about five coffees, yet this bored us and even put one to sleep. This is the perfect example of a movie to play in a movie directing class to show all the mistakes a person can make when they are half asleep. Both uh, true in their own way. And now I will give you two, one a four star and one a three star. It's a little more positive mm-hmm. to finish it off. Good. So this one, this one's four stars. I enjoyed it enough to have purchased a DVD of it. This is what you watch action flicks for. If you're a romantic comedy kind of person, you won't get it. But if you're a person who likes action with a little wit, this will do. What? Okay. And then the three star one, which sums it up a little bit better. I love to see female kick-ass movies and Lucy Liu is lovely. It's all about explosions and lots of shooting. Ideal moronic mayhem for a beef burger for the brain type of Sunday afternoons viewing. That wasn't really English, but Hmm. yeah. So the people, the people have their say. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it was I, well, that was kind of a thing I thought about how I guess Lucy Liu was a pretty strong female character in this film. So that was good. Um, okay, well, how did you feel about the acting? The acting was pretty terrible. And like I said, like the characters that maybe shouldn't have had um, as much screen time as like, you know, Antonio Banderas, Lucy Liu, they were especially terrible. Like Ray Park, the guy who played A.J. Ross, he was so horrendous. And when I just, I just, right before we started the podcast, I was like looking at all who was in the film, like their names. And then I found him and realized that he was Darth Maul and Toad in X-Men. I was like, you know, he did fine in those roles and Darth Maul's badass, but he didn't, Darth Maul doesn't say anything in, in the movies. He says like one line, I think. I was like, that's probably for the best, given uh, what I just saw in in this film. And yeah, the um, Antonio Banderas, Lucy Liu, definitely phoning it in, just there for the paycheck, and nothing else. And it was uh, super uninspired and pretty terrible. So for acting, I'd give it like a two. And that's being nice. There's no good performances. Z- yeah, zero good performances. Um, we already talked about Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. Uh, Talisa to- Soto played Vin. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. Who cares at all? Oh, yep. you're my ex-husband. This is our son. Um, yeah, Ray Park, uh, Darth Maul guy. He, that might have been the worst acting I've ever seen. Um <laughs> Maybe not even in a movie that we've watched, but 
of all time. Pretty horrendous. Yep. Not a good actor. Like it, it just seemed this whole movie seemed like very low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't like a movie you'd see. I don't know on like TV, but like not a good channel. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> like the action stuff, I guess was was fine. Um, but he, when he talked, it was bad. Oh yeah. Uh, Greg Henry played Robert Gant. It would have been a decent performance, like if this was a low budget Street TV movie, but it wasn't. And I just didn't find him all that believable. Big, no. A big goofy guy. The worst acting mm-hmm. we've seen for sure um, in a movie that we've watched together. So I give it a one out of ten, which I believe was worse than. Um, do was my car. So one out of mm-hmm. ten. Yeah, that's yeah. very fair. Um, the ending, I, I was a bit, a bit more forgiving about. Mm-hmm. Like it was a pretty standard ending. Um, the bad guys died, um, but to be fair, like Gant died in a in a unique way. Yeah, yeah, that part was kind of cool. So I gave it a three out of ten just because of that. That's fair. I had a pretty problem with the end. Like I felt like the end was like the last third of the movie. Like, Oh, let's get into this last fight scene. We're going to set up explosives everywhere and detonate them and run and shoot. It's just like, so it's just so lame. But yeah, I did. I did like the idea of like shooting the little thing into them and then it gives them a heart attack or whatever. That part was kind of neat. I suppose. Yeah, the ending was pretty uninspired. I get it's a two for me as well. Oh, maybe we'll have the same score then. It's possible. What did you give the the movie out of ten? Well, I do want to bring up one scene that I thought was kind of fun when they were like fighting. It's like one of the first fight scenes, and they're like at the mall or whatever, and then Lucy Liu like shoots this guy. And he falls off the roof. And then there's like this cool tracking shot where he's like falling onto the car. Do you remember that shot? And it lasts like Uh, 10 seconds of just slow-mo of him like falling down onto this car. Maybe. I remember when they were in like the, in the food court. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't, I don't know if I remember a falling man on car, but that part, I Who thought knows? it was cool. And that's probably the standout scene for me in this film. Um, pretty boring acting. Pretty lame action. The explosions were kind of like, you could tell they put a lot of money into those pyrotechnics. And the story sucked. I mean, yeah, it's undeniably a bad, a bad movie. I gave this movie a 2 out of 10. I was correct. We did give it the same score. 2 out of 10 for me as well. Um, A lot of the time, you'll look at a Rotten Tomatoes score and be like, there's no way it's that bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was pretty bad. Like It's not 0%, like maybe a 4 or 5% movie. Right. Um, But it should not have been made. 
70 million? Like, I don't know where that went. Explosions, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, and paying uh, Lucy it, Liu and Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Even, well, I mean, 2002 Lucy Liu, she was coming off of Charlie's Angels, I suppose, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, two out of ten, worst movie. Thanks. Thanks for picking it. You're very welcome. Better than Do Where's My Car, though, in my opinion. Well, it's a different movie. It's Do Where's My Car is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Anyway. I feel like you gave it a higher score than two. Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. No, you've lost your mind. I gave it a zero, I think. Or maybe if I was forced to give a score, I said one. Okay. Well, if you say so. I know so. Okay, so that movie's over. We can forget about Ballistic X versus Sever. Thank goodness. Uh, which leads me into the last list of the podcast, which is the top five worst reviewed movies of all time. Mm. Uh, so we watched Ballistic X versus Sever, which is number one on the list. So we'll do two to six. Okay. Is the room on one of is one of those? No, the room is not on one. They do have uh, three out of. The five have like a pretty famous actor attached to it. Okay. Uh, I know so, one. Sorry, can I guess? Try to guess one more. Yeah, I know. There's one where it's like something about birds. It's like birds Armageddon or something. Not, seen uh, seen clips. I mean, it's probably a bad movie. It's not on the list. Okay, fair enough. Hit me with it. One of them is called uh, well, the top. The top worst one is called One Missed Call. Mm-hmm. Two thousand eight. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Nobody watched. Never it. heard of it. Uh, number two on the list uh, is called Left Behind. Two thousand fourteen movie Left Behind. Stars Nicolas Cage and Chad Michael Murray. Oh. Uh, something about locusts. Uh, entire planet is thrown into mayhem where millions of people disappear without a trace. Uh, something, something, something. The next movie on the list is A Thousand Words. 2012 uh-huh. movie. Eddie Murphy stars in this one. Oh. Um, I guess he has, he only has a certain amount of words um, he can say or something. Maybe he dies. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the next movie on the list is called Gaudy. 2018 starring John Travolta. Uh, about the life of young John Gaudy. I guess he's a crime man. Crime man. Um, and then the last movie... Um, that would make it make the list is called Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Oh, yes. This one stars John Voigt and Scott Bayo about a team of super babies. You know, I watched the first one in theaters. It was it was fine, but I was probably like six. Right. Um, so, yeah, the list of movies we'll never watch. Yeah, I've never heard of any of those. Well, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. 
you're probably wondering what movie you're going to have to watch next week. I am. I'm hoping that it's a good movie. Well, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 38%. Mm, okay. Um, a few clues for you. Hit me with it. It stars a a man who was recently the lead singer of a boy band. Uh, it's directed by one of the doctors from the TV show House. Uh, and the lead woman in it is in... Um, she she's kind of she's kind of made her her career on more like horror movie well like horror thrillers okay uh, she was recently dating Zach Braff okay the movie came out in two thousand twenty two oh so a new movie a new movie we went to. Uh, Port Hardy this past weekend over the holidays. Yeah. And this was a movie that um, just came out on streaming that we all were like, oh, we should do it. It's a 2022 American psychological thriller. And so we watched it and I enjoyed it enough that I think that we can talk about there's some there's some good stuff to talk about in this okay. one. Um, it's a different Probably a little, a little bit different than what we're used to, but I think that'll be a good, a few good talking points. Also, Captain Kirk's in it. So you're telling me you want me to not worry? Perhaps um, I should was don't just, worry. Was this just because you know who Harry Styles is? Is that how you found it? No, I put 2022 horror movie, and then I was scrolling through the pictures and I saw Harry Styles and I'm like, and one of the clues was boy band. And that's, that's how I got there. So do you pick movies that like you watched not related to the podcast just to make, uh, just for like ease of use. So you don't have to watch another movie. Um, no, um, I don't do that. This is a movie that I've watched. I mean, I, this is a movie that I would have watched um, last weekend, which would have been the time where I would have watched the movie for the podcast. But since we missed a week, you know. That's a fair point. But a movie that I watched, you know, four or five days ago that I will still be fresh in my mind when we do this again next week. Okay. Uh, psychological thriller. Yeah, I think... It's there's some stuff that happens that we can talk about. Okay, well, I, I look forward to it then. Good movie, but there are some flaws, and that's probably the last I'll talk about it until okay. next time. What's it Don't on? Don't worry, darling. Well, it's on Crave, uh, which is probably upsetting for you to hear. Right, I don't have that. Um, what if you give me your login info? Is that a thing that works? I mean, I could give you my Crave login info for sure. Not, I'm not going to say it out loud right now, but. 
Just tell me what the password is and then not the username. That doesn't anyway, make any sense. I know. Okay, well, that's uh, that's maybe that's what I'll try to do. Maybe find a dubious way to watch it. We'll see. I mean, you can just take the grave. I, what is happening? Damn, I, I don't know. There's some, there's other people that I, that I know that have their crave on or my crave on their TV. So it's not like, oh, we gotta kick them off somehow. This is how. Just be giving your, your account to any old person. Don't tell Netflix. They're mad about it. Okay, I won't. Okay, well, um, anything anything you want to talk about before we stop talking? I don't think so. I think we hit all the points that are of, you know, what's going on in the world of Jesse at the moment. The, the Ballistic X versus Sever has just been my reality for the last two weeks. Yeah, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, man, should I watch it again? Did I misunderstand? I don't think we missed anything. I think we just just watched a bad movie. Somebody could have saved themselves $70 million. Yeah, that's insane. Sure is. All right. Well. Yes. Hmm. It was a standard episode, and that's what we we like. Don't deviate from what works. Yeah, we want we want people just to. There's comfort in sort of the the mundane, the the uh, the usual. We're like making people fall asleep um, to the words we're saying. So let's just just wrap it up. Well, but Twilight did not do well, by the way. Twilight did not do well. People weren't weren't excited to watch or, or listen to our Twilight episode. Interview with a Vampire has twice as many listens. Oh. Like, well, that's okay. Muppet, I mean... The Muppet movie pre-Interview with a Vampire did really, like, pretty good, and then Twilight just... We lost We lost all our, our listeners just from that. Who would pick such a such a film? Lessons learned. Lessons learned. All right. Well, Jesse, I'm going to go to bed, I guess. Yeah, I hope uh, all you still listening, perhaps deep in sleep at this point, I hope you rest easy, wake up feeling nice and refreshed, and just put, put the thought of X versus Sever out of your mind. Just don't just don't think about it ever again. And uh, we, th- we thank you very much for listening. Good night. <laughs>